Reflections from Torch Trust, focusing on Christian faith and sight loss. Hello and welcome to Reflections from Torch Trust, the show that focuses on faith and disability in today's world. I'm your host, Marilyn Baker. Today's show is the next in our occasional series of personal spiritual reflections, written by me. These reflections are originally available as a podcast series. You can find them by searching for Hope for the Heart on podbean.com and iTunes. They're all free to listen or to download, and I add a new one every week. First, I'd like to share a song with you. It's a beautiful reflective tune by Carrie Job. The More I Seek You.
something profound today. Well, it really affected me anyway. I received a scam call, someone pretending to be from Microsoft Technical Department. I challenged him. I said I didn't believe him and then put the phone down. So I went round the house feeling disgusted at these people who try to con folk, making a living out of lying and deception. But then a little thought cropped into my head, quite a surprising one. But he is made in my image, and I love him. And the thought came, why not pray for him? I was brought up short. Surely God would judge him. He hates evildoers. Well, actually, he hates the evil people do but he loves each person. They are not just something manufactured from a human being factory. They are his personal creation, his design, not just a product to be discarded, but a person Jesus gave his life for. So I stopped my inner ranting and started to pray for him. I asked God to open his eyes to the error of his ways and to show him his value in God's eyes. I asked God to bless him, not to bless the work he was doing, but to give him the true riches of belonging to Father God and receiving forgiveness from Jesus. I was amazed at how my feelings changed too. I sensed God's pleasure in my praying like this and real peace filling my soul, because I had been in tune with God's heart for this individual. You see, God so loved the world, we read in John's Gospel, he gave his only Son, that whoever, or whosoever the old versions say, believe in him will not die, will not perish, but will have everlasting life. We were made for that. And God sends the sun and the rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. He came to rescue us, not to condemn us, but to bring us back home to himself. Father, forgive us when we become so judgmental, because first we need to see how prone we are to doing wrong things ourselves, and we need to take the plank out of our own eye before we try to correct the wrongs of others. Give us hearts of mercy, and to see people as you see them. Amen. Fill your heart and mind. Let him be seen in all that you do. 
His gentle spirit flow through you. It's so easy to hurt one another by a critical word or a harsh reply. We're quick to notice the faults in others, but the wrong in our own lives we often deny. But Jesus was. Though I walk through the world 
And that was Matt Redman with Blessed Be Your Name. I'm sure many of you will have heard of Helen Keller, a most remarkable lady who was born deaf and blind, unable to speak, and she was born in the 19th century. And despite all the odds, became a writer and lecturer and brought about wonderful change in the education system for other blind and disabled people. The inspiration behind all she did was her companion and teacher, Anne Sullivan. We don't hear much about her. Her family was very poor, and when they died, she was brought up in what we might know as the workhouse. Her situation was dire. She couldn't read or write, and on top of this, she had an eye condition which meant that she was virtually blind. But somehow, through sheer determination, she managed to get herself into the Perkins School for the Blind, probably one of the most notable and forward-looking institutions for people in America. And under their care, she had some eye operations, and this restored a lot of her sight, though she was still partially sighted. And there she learnt to read and write, and she began to blossom. At the age of 20, she went to live with the Keller family and became Helen's teacher and companion. With great patience, she taught Helen language and became Helen's eyes as she brought the world alive for her with amazing descriptions of everything they saw around them. But imagine the patience. All this was spelt out on Helen's hand using what's known as the manual alphabet. Her patience and tireless efforts brought Helen out of her isolated prison, enabling her to rise to new heights of joy and freedom. What a gift to Helen! What a wonderful Heavenly Father, too, to put them both together! Thank God for your special friends today! But even more amazing is the fact that Anne didn't allow her own life circumstances to define her. She rose above them, and so did Helen. And Anne gave all she could to Helen and the family in devoted service. Her efforts were rewarded far more than she could have ever imagined. Anne did not bury her talents, did she? Don't bury yours either. I'm sure the boy with the loaves and the fishes had no idea what Jesus could do with his meagre lunch. But he gave what he had. And what happened was out of all proportion to what he gave. God can multiply what you give too. Let's realise today that no matter how little we think we have, we can make a difference to those around us. A kind word or act, a smile, a listening ear. Believe that Jesus can use you to be a true channel of love. He's able to do far more than we could ever ask or even dream of according to his power that is at work within us. Hallelujah. Now, it's time to hear from our producer, Grace Dawson. Thanks, Marilyn. I'm here today to talk about our Torch Together holidays. Now, these holidays were originally planned to launch a couple of years ago, but unfortunately, a particular pandemic got in the way of that. However, we are now very excited to finally be able to bring them live and in person to you. And our very first one will be in Scarborough between the 4th and 8th of April. 
Now we have just a few places left on this holiday. The holiday will be at Cobra Hill, a Victorian mansion steeped in history and set in 11 acres of stunning grounds. It's nestled in the North York Moors National Park and Heritage Coast. The site features a conference hall, lecture theatre and four beautiful lounges overlooking the gardens, croquet lawn and tennis courts. Come and explore the meadows and the secret garden and enjoy clock golf and the putting green. Cobra Hill uses locally sourced produce for their seasonally changing menu, ensuring freshness and flavour. Their chefs and hospitality team are happy to cater for all of your dietary requirements. So join us for a relaxing holiday, with day trips exploring the local area, time to meet friends old and new, and share in worship together as we delve into God's Word. Our holidays are specially designed for people who are blind or partially sighted, but you are very welcome to book a place for a sighted friend or relative as well. The holiday costs £395 per person, and that's full board. So that's on the 4th to the 8th of April at Cobra Hill Scarborough. And to find out more or book your place, please contact our client services team on 01858 438 260. That's 01858 438 260. Or email info at torchtrust.org. Back to you, Marilyn. Now we've just got time for one more of my reflections today. The last one I'd like to share with you begins with a Bible quote. It's from a passage that I think is really important and a good one to hang on to in times of trouble. It's called What It Means to Be Understood and talks about how we can all be more thoughtful and connect better with the people we care about when they're facing problems. Hello everyone. In Psalm 34, verse 18, it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. When someone is really grieving or something devastating has happened, they don't just need a solution. We're very good at dealing out advice. We want them to feel better quickly, and our society is always looking for a quick fix. But what we need, actually, most of all in these times is to have someone come alongside us, to connect with us, to feel that grief with us. Just knowing that someone is in it with us brings tremendous comfort. It helps us bear the burden. We all have a deep need to be known and understood. You see, solutions may come later, even after that connection time. But connection, deep connection, must come first. Now, my friend had a hard day at work. She came home and told her husband all about it. He immediately launched into all the things that she could have done to make things better. Now, he honestly thought that he was helping. In fact, he was only piling on a greater sense of responsibility, making her feel tense and irritable as if she hadn't done enough, as if she was failing even more. If he'd only spent time connecting with her pain first making her know that her feelings were valid, that he understood her struggle, a lot of the fraughtness and anxiety would have been replaced by a sense of relief and joy that she was understood, that someone really cared about her and that he, as a person, was with her in it. Think about some of the names 
that were given to Jesus. One of them, Emmanuel, God with us. Our Father is a very present help in trouble, learning to sense his presence with us at all times and knowing that because he is a man experienced rejection, betrayal and heartbreak, that will help us see how he is the one who can connect with us most deeply in the things that we're facing. This will also influence the way we pray, knowing that his love and compassion can really move in. And the way we try to help others will also change. Paul understood this in 1 Corinthians 9.22. He said, To the weak I became weak. I have become all things to all men, so that I might win some to Christ. So today, don't just jump in with advice. Just try to listen to what someone is really saying to you. Come alongside them. Get into their shoes. Let the love that God puts into your heart touch theirs and it'll soften their heart. It'll bring a sense of their validation and worth to them. And if you're really going through something very deep, just allow God's love to touch you too. Remember that he understands more than anyone else what's happening. Allow those everlasting arms to surround you and feel the comfort of God and then you'll be able to pray and experience his peace, no matter what, through thick and thin. Lay your head down tonight, take a rest from the fight, and don't try to figure it out. Just listen to what I'm whispering to your heart. I know this is not anything like you thought The story of your life was gonna be And it feels like the end has started closing in on you But it's just not true There's so much of the story that's still yet to unfold And this is going to be a glorious
was Glorious Unfolding by Stephen Curtis Chapman. We're just about out of time today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Reflections. If you'd like to find out more about my ministry, you can visit mbm-ministries.org. And if you'd like to hear more of my podcasts, do go to podbean.com or iTunes and search for Hope for the Heart. If you'd like to find out more about Torch Trust or leave us a comment, request or suggestion, you can get in touch by calling 01-858-438-260 or by emailing info at torchtrust.org. We hope you'll join us again next week. So until then, from me, Marilyn, and from everyone on the Reflections team, goodbye and God bless. You've been listening to Reflections from Torch Trust. Thank you.